Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Our WTMJ Cares Initiative in support of Special Olympics Wisconsin wrapping up, and you can join our team and take the polar plunge into Lake Michigan next week. Great. Some fresh ice and snow right on the top. going to be extra cold. <laughs> and then getting out. Woo! But please attend anyway. <laughs> I'm going to do it, and you can do it with me. That's coming up on Saturday. You can support our nearly 10,000 athletes with intellectual disabilities across the state who participate in Special Olympics. And they don't take the winter off. In addition to basketball and other indoor games, Special Olympics offers a lot of fun and competition in the snow. The start of a Special Olympics snowshoe race in Wausau this year for the state winter games. On the slopes, in the snow, athletes going for gold and so much more. My favorite part about snowboarding is I'm free, um, free from my disability. Free from people judging me, telling me I can't do it. That's Dana Schultz, snowboarder from Nielsville, Wisconsin, and a longtime friend of mine. Special Olympics has taken her all over the world. Multiple World Games gold medals, a two-time X Games champion, and even a commentator for ESPN's coverage of Special Olympics. Here you are at the ESPYs. Yes, with Danny. the first lady. Yes, that was amazing experience. I felt like a princess that day. Special Olympics is full of inspiring stories like these. President and CEO of Special Olympics Wisconsin, Chad Hirschner. Yeah, our youngest athlete is two. And our oldest athlete is 94. So we (laughs) serve the whole continuum of ages. I think some people might think Special Olympics is just for kids. Or is there a role for me and I'm in my 30s? Yes, there is. And that's something in any sports season worth cheering for. Vince Vetrano, WTMJ News. Our WTMJ team is taking the polar plunge with a lot of other folks on Milwaukee's lakefront to raise money for these amazing athletes and to support the programs. You can sign up to join our team. You're welcome to plunge with us or stay warm and dry and support us with your generous donations. You can text the word CARES to 855-616-1620. That's CARES, 855-616-1620. We'll send you a link to our page with more information. 715, Brandon Snide has sports coming up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Winter weather got you feeling blue? Well, all you need is a little overtime in March. It wasn't easy and it wasn't pretty at times. But nonetheless, Marquette Mania marches on. It's showtime! Omax Prosper with his stuff! It's hard to believe! Marquette's already up two! And we haven't played that long in the second half. I mean, it just happened in a blink of an eye. Homer Antony on the call over on ESPN Milwaukee. Marquette was down double digits heading into halftime. They fought back, and when his team needed him most, the Big East Player of the Year in overtime delivered. Gives back to Kolick. Kolick around the high screen. Kolick in the lane. He'll run it in. Bang! A four-footer good. Tyler Kolick gives Marquette a three-point lead. Kolick led the scoring for Marquette, scoring scoring all of his 19 points in the second half. That layup there would give them the lead, and with just over three seconds remaining in overtime, St. John's had one last try to walk it off. St. John's inbounds. They get it back to a day. Wusu, he drives, kicks it back out, open three. No good. 
No good, Marquette wins it. Marquette has won the game. Posh Alexander missed the three. All you need to know, the final. Marquette 72, wow, St. John close. 70 in overtime. Next up for Marquette is a semifinal showdown today against the number four seed, UConn. You can catch full coverage over on ESPN Milwaukee beginning at 5 p.m. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Back to the NFL, where all eyes remain on Green Bay, and according to the NFL Network's Tom Pelissaro, the deal has been figured out while everyone is still waiting on a decision from the four-time MVP. Here is what we know right now about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. A contingent of Jets officials flew to California on Tuesday to meet with Rodgers as he continues to sort out his future plans. The Jets want Aaron Rodgers to be their quarterback. They have thought through what it would take in terms of the draft pick compensation as well as what they would do with the contract. And if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Packers and says that he wants to be traded, then they are open to working with him on that deal. What has not happened as of this exact moment is Aaron Rodgers telling the Packers or the Jets what his intentions are. He holds the keys to this with a nearly $60 million fully guaranteed compensation for 2023 and effective veto power over any deal that might happen. Rodgers himself has only said publicly that he has been thinking about all options in terms of continuing to play in Green Bay, being traded, and potentially even retiring. Teams can talk and negotiate, but no trade can be officially official until the new league year begins, which is March 15th. And finally, the World Baseball Classic is officially underway, and Team USA is set to see their first action Saturday against Great Britain. First pitch first pitch is scheduled for 8 p.m. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Marissa Wallazin will take a few minutes with us live coming up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. And a busy morning for Storm Team 4 meteorologist Marissa Wallison, who is uh, joining us now for a couple of things that we want a real-time update on. First and foremost, Marissa, what time is this yes. all going to come to an end? <laughs> Well, pretty much we, it depends on what you define as an end. Honestly, we will still see. No more snow. I don't want any more snow. I know. I know. We are going to look at some snow still for about the next two hours, um, but definitely seeing more breaks in the snow. We will, though, keep flurries, light snow through this afternoon, maybe even all the way through early tomorrow. But really, I don't expect any accumulation past about 10 a.m. What do the totals look like so far? Oh, man, they are very impressive, actually. A lot of places have picked up more than a half a foot of snow. Um, so far, the highest amount, we had a reporter, Elaine, she was in Racine at 10.5 inches. Uh, the Milwaukee Mitchell Airport, where our official records are kept, 10.1 inches. Sturdivant, also about 10 inches. A lot of places, 7, 8, and 9 inches of snow. Uh, so very impressive. So we're continuing to see those come in right now. You know, Marissa, when uh, I got up this morning and started clearing the snow, I was like, you know what, it's it's heavy, but it wasn't like bad breaking like a couple of weeks ago when we had that really crazy stuff but Vince was complaining all the way into work just whining about <laughs> as it. heavy as the snow has yes. been for me this season and you know Marissa I'm closer to the lake Yes. Yeah. So what actually happened yesterday, and it wasn't necessarily a heavy wet snow. If you noticed, if anyone was watching like through the afternoon when stuff started to happen and the snow started, it really actually took almost two hours for any accumulation to happen on pavement. You started to see the accumulation on the grass, elevated surfaces. Uh, but on pavement, it took almost two hours to start to see accumulation. So it, the pavement got very, very wet. And then as more and more snowflakes fall into that wetness, it starts to get to more of a slush. And then 
the snow starts to accumulate onto that. So it's really that base layer that is making the snow so hard to shovel because it's so wet. It's more of that slushy, heavy stuff. And then there is more of that neutral snow on top of it. So it's just because, you know, we're at the time of year where we are seeing some slightly warmer temperatures. We did have a good couple of days. So the pavement and the ground is starting to warm. That's why it kind of slowed a bit for that accumulation to start on pavement. Had the like state fair chamois effect. It just absorbed it all. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You can use that. Go ahead and use that uh, analogy on the TV. The State Fair Shabby. If I, okay, yep. I'll try okay. to you know, work it in there. <laughs> uh, super quick before you go, Sunday, a uh, similar situation, not as bad. What do we think? Not as bad. We could see snow showers as soon as Saturday night, mainly after 10 p.m., but more so this will be an overnight event. Um, one to three inches of snow should be on the lighter side because the storm's coming in from the northwest. So uh, likely to probably have to do a quick shovel. Should be nothing like, though, what we had today. Thanks, my friend. Marissa, you can see her on TV in about 20 seconds, so we'll <laughs> cut her loose here. Bye. Thanks. on Wisconsin's Morning News. And once your power comes back on, you got to reset the clocks anyway today. But we spring ahead, spring forward on Sunday. If you still have have an older generation clock that doesn't do it by itself, might as well. You get the microwave clock. That doesn't change. The stove clock. The one on the coffee maker. We're springing ahead. So, of course, whenever this happens, whenever there's some time change, whether it's in the fall when we fall back or now when we spring ahead, there's always over-the-top reporting on what you need to do to make sure that you don't have any health ramifications. Whatever you do, try not to sleep in an extra hour on Sunday. It's best to try to keep the same bedtime and wake-up time schedule through the time change. But if you need a nap, Take one. Okay, so Will Gans from ABC says we can take a nap. However, he, he will he'll allow it, but he's not <laughs> yeah. letting you sleep late. Right. You gotta be it's very important though that it's a short nap. The Mayo Clinic says if you feel sleepy the Sunday after the change to daylight saving time, take a short 15 to 20 minute nap in the early afternoon. Not too close to bedtime. Yeah, okay, okay, so we know that. Also, one of the stories you often hear when it snows is that we need to get roof rakes, right? And you always hear how the local true value is out of roof rakes because yes. everyone needs to go get a roof rake because the snow is sitting on the roof. Well, apparently now we all need to get an indoor light box as well. Do whatever you can to get some light first thing in the morning. Even an indoor light box. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, because we need the light immediately. We're you can't just ahead. turn on the... Lights. It's, it's, this is it important. Has to be more. No, indoor. It'll Blast help. your face with it, it. It will help you do something. It help kickstart your body clock yeah. since the sun rises a little bit later on Sunday. And once you're up, get moving. A recent study found that exercising at 7 a.m. or between. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> exercise at 7 a.m. Come on. Uh, so I always mock this stuff. However, time and time again, there are doctors out there that say, no, there's an actual real issue here for some folks when it comes to the time change. There are actually higher numbers of fatal car accidents, heart attacks and strokes, greater rates of suicidal thoughts and depression symptoms, and even emergency room Oh my visits. gosh, it's just a clock. Like, I can't get over how much trouble this causes. <laughs> how often do we fly to a different time zone? All the time! And we don't have this issue. People aren't losing sleep, getting, uh, dealing with depression or suicidal thoughts when they fly to the East Coast. Why is this changing this clock such a big deal for people? <laughs> Look, I've known you a long time. There's very little that gets Eric really worked just, up. Like, my goodness. <laughs> really? 
It just don't look it's, at your watch. It's just a clock. <laughs> just, just take a day to not look at your watch and you'll be fine. You don't have to take a special nap. Then when you're tired, just, go to bed. Yeah, get up when you get up and then you know, deal with it, I guess. Because No, but old boy said I can't take a long nap. Yeah. Spring ahead on Sunday, 745 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. No Giannis, no problem for the NBA's best team as the Milwaukee Bucks defend their home court and cut down the Brooklyn Nets by a final score of 118-113, to led by Bobby Portis. Instead, it's the Bucks running, sets up another three-point try, and Bobby Portis strikes again. BP is shooting the lights out here tonight. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ. BP would knock down that three, and he would go on to lead the team in scoring, actually, with a season high of 28 points. The Bucks they would light it up in the first half, going into halftime up 17, but as they have all season, the Brooklyn Nets fought back in the second half, closing in within two points until Brook Lopez said no more. He'll get the pass into Sharp. Sharp passes it off. Thomas has it top of the circle. He was played tightly by Carter. Passes inside. Here's a shot block from Lopez. That's his career high ninth of the game. And the Bucks will go the other way. Carter the other direction. Lays it in. Oh, what a fitting way to end it for Brooke Lopez with the tip in to put Milwaukee to four points ahead. And then his ninth block of the game leads to a bucket on the other side. and It it would be a career high for Brook with nine block shots on the night. It's also the most in an NBA game this season. He would also go on to add 24 points and snag 10 boards. Coach Bud, after the game, on the importance of both Bobby and Brook. Yeah, no, it was good. You know, I think there was some good ball movement on, you know, a handful of possessions and and then still, you know, Brook Brook finding Bobby around the basket and Bobby delivering with you know, some scores and, uh, you know, getting to the free throw line. Um, you know, Brooke, I think it's just, you know, there's so many things he's doing well, but, you know, I think he's passing better, you know, having his feel for just uh, where his teammates are and things like that. I think there's been some great examples of him, um, you know, just playing everywhere. Next up for Milwaukee is a three-game West Coast road trip beginning Saturday against Golden State. Over to the NFL, where Rodgers' watch is still on. Trey Wingo, who initially broke the story on Rodgers and the New York Jets meeting earlier this week, he joined Wildey and Tausch over on ESPN Milwaukee Thursday to discuss who has the most pressure on them to strike a deal. All the pressure is really on the Jets to find a way to seal the deal here. Because if you go through all this and you don't get him because you can't work out the deal, that's disastrous. We continue to be on quarterback watch as the NFL New League year begins on Wednesday. And finally, to the diamond where the Milwaukee Brewers drop their spring training game to the San Francisco Giants by a final of 5-2. to two. However, Christian Yelich remains hot at the dish, leading the game off with a home run while going 2-for-3 and scoring two runs. Next up for the Brew Crew is a 2:05 first pitch Saturday against Cleveland. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 2 p.m. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea Man. Let's say you're in a hotel. You go get great takeout. Uh, there is no fridge. Innovator. It sits out overnight. Do you dabble with the brisket the next morning, or does it have to go in the garbage? And Packers Hall of Famer. I just didn't know from a scientific standpoint where you're at with gut rot and everything else. 
but it was really good. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. So, Tausch, Eric reports that there was some early morning snow blowing going on in his neighborhood. We're talking 2.30, 3 o'clock a.m. 3 a.m. snow blowing. Yeah, it's pretty early. You throwing a flag on <laughs> that's, that? That's pretty early. Uh, I, I don't think you should. I think you should shovel. I don't think you should be waking up your neighbors just because your job. I understand the whole thing. My question is, I got up and played pickleball this morning. We got a bunch of snow. Uh, is it just flat lazy to get up and drive out and go when you wake up at five? Because I don't know how much snow is going to be out. I wasn't going to wake up early to shovel to get out. So who's more wrong? Is it me being lazy, pulling my car out, tracking and plocking all that snow down on the concrete? Or Bill Stead waking up all of his neighbors by plowing well, snow. So, no, a co- couple of things there. First of all, I got up <laughs> earlier than normal to shovel. And I shoveled because okay. I, I'm not that guy. I was driving out, though, and a block down, I was shocked that a block down the road, I saw this guy snow blowing at 3 a.m. Now, Pancake over here, he actually fired up his snowblower, what, 3.30-ish? 3.30, but I tried the Tausch, like your words, lazy. I tried to get out, and it was not happening. <laughs> I would say, Tausch, yeah, so if you're the yeah. one who later has to go through and shovel or snowblow, yeah. if you want to ride on through and, and take your shot early in the morning, you're good. That's that's a green light for me. But it's March snow. It's okay, going to melt. So, yeah, that's the question because you look at the forecast, and it's going to be mid-40s this weekend. So do you just say the heck with it and let this thing and slop it around? Because you're putting... Probably, what, four hours? Depending on how long your driveway is, you're looking at three to four hours of, I just saw your tweet, heavy, heavy snow. You can throw your back out. There's a lot of things that go play. Is it just flat lazy into your neighbor? Do you care if your neighbors look at it and say, you got to get your yard shoveled? Or you just say, I'm going to wait till and it's going to be all melted. I think that's the road I'm going down. Well, and you may. We got more than you did, and it's not going to be quite as warm here tomorrow, so... I think, you know, like if it's, a, if it's a dusting or an inch or two and we're getting up to 40 plus degrees, I'll leave it. Now, the, the walkway, though, that presents a whole other complexity because you have like yeah. actual ordinances for when you have to have that shoveled off. You have off. to. Yeah, you have to. Correct. But driveway, that's yeah. your business, dude. Okay. So, yeah, the, you're no doubt with, uh, you know, with the sidewalks. If you have sidewalks in front of your house, yes, got to go do it. Okay. So we all agree. If you Follow don't, the law. Yes. If you okay. don't, it's kind of plow at your own plow at your own behest, right? You don't have to do it. You don't. It's if you can get your car out of your driveway, get to where you need to go. Because I'm not waking up. It's already early enough to get up to play pickleball at 5 a.m. I'm not getting up at 3:30 so I can plow my yard to get out, and then there's <laughs> potential for snow again tomorrow. I'm just not going to do it. Hey, Tosh, before you go, uh, by Monday, will Aaron Rodgers be a New York Jet by Monday? I think we're on the cusp of having that happen, but I have no clue. I, I You would think Monday, if Rodgers wants to not have as much, you do the Friday news dump, I'm guessing Monday morning is when we're going to get hit with something. Sunday night, Monday morning, or 
like happened last year when the brackets got announced. Do you guys remember what happened when last year's brackets got announced? Big NFL story hit. Tom Brady unretired. Don't be shocked if Aaron Rodgers does something similar. About 5 o'clock Central Sunday night, the Aaron Rodgers news breaks as we're waiting to see if Wisconsin makes it and where Marquette gets seated. I can answer the first question for you. (laughs) Wisconsin out. (laughs) Sorry, pal. Mark Tauscher with us every morning at 10 minutes before 8 o'clock on Wisconsin, brother.